Every Dot Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network. This show dedicated to helping you protect your biggest asset, your well-being. This show is brought to you by Holy Living Health Coaching, where we get to the root cause of your health challenge and help you reach optimum health. I'm your emotional root coach, holistic health guide, and host, Tiffany Parker. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of your wonderful deeds. And that's Psalms 9, verse 1, NIV version, and this is our scripture for the month. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Healthy Entrepreneur, where all month we are dedicating our show to giving thanks to holistic health care, the divine foundation of all healing care. My fellow entrepreneurs, I want us to take a look at a word that is used often in society but rarely seen. Peace is used from saying goodbye to meaning the absence of conflict. The dictionary defines peace as a state of tranquility or quiet or the state of being calm. My entrepreneur brothers and sisters, I want you to stop what you are doing right now. Tap into your soul and ask yourself, what does peace mean to me and my business? What does peace feel like to my body? Am I living and operating in a state of tranquility and calmness? Peace is more than a nice and pretty word. Peace should be our lifestyle in order to enhance our well-being. I am ecstatic right now to have with me Luigi Pisani. And Luigi Pisani is a founder and president of Feel, Feeling Everything, Actively Living, a one-of-a-kind lifestyle practice built for the 21st century, stress-ridden and physically disconnected individual. Luigi began his career in health as an exercise physiologist, Term strength and conditioning coach after graduating with a master's from the University of Miami, marrying his innate creativity to his academic and professional background, he developed this practice as a plan to authentic embodiment in body, mind, and spirit. Known as the art of inner peace, feel is a bridge between many different approaches in wellness that promotes not only strength and mobility, but also self-expression, presence, and stress, pain, relief. Luigi believes the human body is a canvas for beautiful works of art and relishes in guiding individuals in their own masterpiece. So, Luigi, we welcome you to The Healthy Entrepreneur. How are you doing today? Oh, Tiffany, I'm so fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you. Awesome. I am so eager to get right into today's topic. But first, let me give a quick recap of our last show. So, on our last show, my special guest was Rhonda Kennedy, a CBD educator with Zelise, an American-leading company in hemp-derived CBD products. And we discuss all things CBD. Rhonda explained to us how our bodies respond to CBD and hemp products, which is a plant that has been around for centuries. Rhonda educated us on how to know if you are purchasing a quality product and that CBD oil is not only helpful in humans achieving optimum health, but pets as well. So to hear the full episode and find out some fun facts on the history of hemp and CBD oil, check out the replay of Give Thanks to CBD Oil on the Every Dot Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network, 
now streaming on Exposure TV, which is available through Roku, Amazon, Fire Stick, Apple TV, and any mobile device with the Exposure TV app. Now, let's take some deep breaths and get right into today's topic to learn how to connect to our inner peace. So, Luigi, tell us who you are and what is feel. Right, Tiffany. So, basically, as you already expressed and as we, you know, can understand in different moments of our life, feel is very much in that expression of calm, tranquility. But the way I like to, or the way it's been expressed to me in life is it's a state of equilibrium. And, you know, myself, just I've been a man, it's, um, and God always been in touch with a very, very spiritual aspect about them, something my mother, you know, really, you know, sort of embedded in our being from the time I could just remember to, you know, walk in a church or, you know, go see my grandparents or even when she <laughs> walked me through a, a homeless shelter in, in, in Peru and Arequipa. That's where my family's from. So, you know, we came over here to Miami more than 30 years ago at this point. That that means I have to share my age. So it's 34 right now. <laughs> and it's um, been a very beautiful, you know, experience of learning how different occasions in your life bring about that moment of an emotion, of an expression, something that can stay in your body or can be liberated. So I'm talking about something as traumatic as an accident or a situation, conflict with another individual, conflict in your business. And then, of course, you know, you being able to reflect on that or approach it, you know, already. Because if it happens and you react a certain way and then you find yourself in a moment stuck, doubting, judging yourself for the way you reacted, and it's kind of too late to do anything about it. But then if you're aware of yourself, of your actions, of the emotions, and you're very much connected to that aspect of you, physically especially, then the moment these situations occur, you know how to sort of approach them with a different capacity. And that's what feel as a practice, you know, comes into play to invite people to realize that we have this potential in us at all times. You know, we don't have to rest in peace. We can live in it. Amen on that. And when you were talking, so this is what kind of came to my mind when you were talking and describing that, is that I was in a car accident, and so my back got injured. And I just remember talking to the, to the chiropractor, and I, I think I was just kind of being impatient with, with the healing process. And he was like, you know, you have to remember your body suffered trauma, and so you have to allow the body time to heal from that and not be impatient with the whole process. And it was kind of like you got to lean into your body and let your body guide you through the healing process. And so that just kind of, you know, when you were telling me that, that, that just popped in my head. And I'm just like, you know, so many times we just, we don't listen to our bodies. Um, we're, we're so busy at pushing ourselves and driving ourselves that we really have to learn how to listen to our bodies and tap into, you know, that peace within. So that's what that reminded me of. So Luigi, thousand percent. tell us, so tell us why is it important to give thanks, you know, to yourself, to others and to your environment? Well, Tiffany, so it's like, as you're saying, you know, and I'm <laughs> sorry to hear about that accident, but at the same time, knowing that I've seen you in person, I'm glad that you've been able to overcome it to the point where you're getting back inside that car and you're still driving. So that's a big leap right there. That is definitely yeah. one of those examples of healing 
right, and overcoming. But to that point, the aspect of giving thanks is because you have to acknowledge that about yourself. You have to acknowledge the moment you're getting back into the car that the reality that you're in right now is not necessarily that accident anymore. Although some of us tend to have that form of PTSD about certain situations. You know, we get back into a store, we get back into the car, we get back into that, you know, discussion with the dad or whatever. And then, you know, you start replaying the events and the emotions of something that happened in a completely different moment. So giving thanks is about giving into what that moment, what, what you are experiencing in the now, right? And that's one of the things that invokes a level of presence. And the, what the Cairo was telling you, absolutely 1,000%. For you to heal, you got to give that sort of, you have to be patient. You have to, you know, give the time or the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? These accidents, they happen in half a second, a snap of a finger, but the overcoming and the healing of them, you know, again, that's not necessarily a snap of a finger as you feel it at the moment. Then once you've made it there and then once you get back in that car and then once you've overcome and the whole thing, in the retrospect of life, you know, in the grand scheme of it, you realize like, hmm, man, I really did rehab myself out of that accident situation as quickly as it actually happened. And then if you're in that moment of giving thanks all of the time for the little things, for the tree that's outside your house, for the garden that you're cultivating, you know, for just your space, just your home doesn't matter how big the home is, but just giving thanks for the actual shelter that you have at that place in that moment in time, then you know now everything about you is expressing a level of gratitude and you're drawing in, you know, an action of, of positivity back into your life. And that's another aspect of, you know, inner peace that we can go into as well. Amen for that. And as you were saying that, I was like, you know, when things like that happen to us, traumatic experiences or accidents, you don't think at the moment to give thanks. One, give thanks that the accident was not worse than it was. It was just a fender bender. Um, Give thanks that, you know, I was okay. I wasn't hurt any worse than what I was. And another thing that I thought about as you were speaking, to actually give thanks for that for the accident because I was so busy with my my job and worrying about things I had to do and being stressed out. So the accident kind of woke me up, if that makes sense. Like it woke me up to say, hey, you know, like you got to be more present and mindful in your situation and in your life and to get off of that that hamster wheel. So Mm -hmm. I, I totally can resonate with what you were saying. So, Luigi, how are giving thanks and then our body language related to inner peace? So that that process, right, between just like the, the body will do its own sort of healing on the inside that you don't see, like nobody plays a movie to you at the moment that it's happening and showing you how your muscles are repairing or how your nerves are reconnecting and the synapses are sending the signals for you to, you know, not be in so much pain and, and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's That very much is a language of something that's happening internally. The language that our body has is something that we're, you know, we're open to at all times because you can walk into a room, you can, and let's say it's a party, right? Mm-hmm. If you feel like dancing, you're going to start moving in a certain way that resembles the dance. You know, like it, you might not totally be on beat, that happens, but your body's doing a certain thing, right? That's mimicking the sound of what's happening on the outside. And then, you know, that, that becomes a dance. Now, if a person doesn't want to dance with you. Don't make it very clear by doing what? Not approaching. 
standing in a corner or just sitting down, right? Maybe closing off their body to the music, not even tapping their feet. So it's like you're not even feeling the music. Same exact mm -hmm. thing. So when it comes to our body, you can think about the tension and the stress that most of us are already dealing with on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis. This is a key part right here. Think, how much positivity am I driving back into the body, right? Mm. And then with that tension and that stress that's you know, accumulating, little by little, depending on how you deal with it, but accumulating, how am I reflecting that in my body language? So people can notice. You know, when we're, kind of, when we're feeling off without even them knowing you. You know, they say that a person is able to make decisions about someone else, a stranger, right? Like their likability, their trustworthiness, you know, a whole bunch mm -hmm. of different things within like the first tenth of a second. That's like basically a glimpse, you know? So you yeah. walk in the street, you kind of see somebody, you know, off the corner, and then you're already there like, okay, if they stopped, they said, uh, excuse me, miss, may I ask you a question? You already decided what you're going to say, yes or no, or like, mm, keep walking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Keep step. I'm good. I'm over here. I'm going this way, you know? And that's one yeah. of those sort of situations, right, where, okay, that, that just happens on a regular Tuesday. You know, you brush somebody off. Okay, that's fine. Now you're walking into, you know, you're walking into work, right? Or you're getting into, or you're into that Zoom meeting, right? And, mm -hmm. you know, now there's an aspect of you that is already feeling closed off just to talking to somebody else, right? Just to being open that way. Now you're not really being that creative, you know, self-expressive you. Now you just closed yeah. in you, and you closed off. And so when you do that, you're restricting both yourself and the world, the environment of that God-given you. Mm. You know how they say like, you know how they say like, God don't like no ugly type of thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Well, yes. and so that's kind of one of the things. And the beautiful aspect about it, though, is that unless we kind of go through those moments and can identify with those moments, we really won't be able to understand our light or understand our gift or understand just how miraculous, you know, a smile, you know, to another, to another person, but more importantly, to ourselves can be, right? So that body language doesn't just affect you or the other people around you. It really does have a bigger effect on you and how you're sort of going about this life. Yeah, that's good. That's so true. And, I mean, what was resonating with me as you were speaking was the fact that not understanding your light. And I think that is so true. One, we don't recognize that we are a light. And then, two, we don't know how to then shine our light bright or shine it in a positive way so that we can spill out that positivity all, you know, over the place through our lives, our our jobs, our businesses. I can remember just walking past a stranger and smiling and them actually thanking me, right? Thank you for smiling and saying hi to me. Mm, that absolutely, really, okay. Yeah, like that really just, you just made my day because they say, you know, we live in a world now where not many people smile and not many people even say, you know, hi to one another. And so that, that, that just really made my day. And I was just like, oh, wow. Like something as simple as smiling and saying hi to somebody. You never know what that piece of positivity can do to somebody else's, you know, light help their light to shine brighter because they feel like, okay, the world is not so cruel after all, you know? So that's what resonated with me. Wow, that's that's awesome. So, I guess it depends on what neighborhood you're living in. Yeah. <laughs> if you're smiling, you know, because 
you smile it around your neighborhood, you know, then your neighborhood is not the one that, you know, might feel like that, like the world is, is in such a dark and solemn place, you know, and I think that's the important thing to realize of you can take the, you're never really going to find a news outlet or a TV show or something that's actually going to depict, accurately, accurately going to depict, like a thousand percent, you know, what's going on in your immediate surrounding, you know, because yeah. unfortunately most of us aren't, we're not newsworthy like that, you know. So mm. that smile that you're giving off to that stranger and that thank you that's being passed along, you know, is reverberating, right? Like it's expanding without you mm-hmm. even, you know, realize. And that is one of the most beautiful things about us, right, being God's children, and being here, you know, in our own lives before each other at the same time. Yes, absolutely. So, Luigi, what can we do to positively affect our health and inner peace? You know, like what questions can we ask ourselves? So the questions the questions could be as simple as this. Like, when's the last time I saw the sun come up? When's the last time I actually breathed in air that didn't come from just four corners? When's the last time I just opened up? Like I literally just laid down, even if it's just your bed, but laid down and and, and basically did like the snow angels. You know, there's a benefit to doing something like stepping outside with just your bare feet in the grass. It's called earthing or grounding, right? Two different Mm -hmm. terms that they're known for. There is definitely the therapeutic benefit, very, very heavily researched in uh, being in the outdoors, like, you know, going through just like just nature, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's even been, you know, research on how, you know, even if you speak to plants or say like you planted something in your garden and then you speak to it in a loving way, that plant kind of grows all nice and strong and beautiful. But then if you, you know, go by, go to it and then start cursing it out and telling it how much it sucks and how it's never going to grow and that whole thing, that, that, that flower is not going to blossom the same way. You know, so right. we've seen these things, right? And we know them within each other. You know, we know them within family members. You know, we know there's a family member there that for whatever reason, somebody always picked on them. Somebody always told them they weren't going to do anything, you know, and then you have stories of people that despite that, they're able to still break like a, like a weed, you know, break through the ground, you know, like break through mm-hmm. the concrete type of thing, right? So when it comes to us asking these questions about ourselves, yeah, it takes some reflection, you know, but even if you're not there at that point where you're actually going to sit down and ask these questions about yourself, you know, then just do it when you go for a walk or just do it when you get in your car. And before you go through that immediate automatic action of just like you get in, you sit down, you put your phone down, put the purse on the on the seat, you grab the key, you start trying to find the hole where the key goes in, you know, get the steering wheel, you know, level it out, seatbelt, you know, the whole thing. Just hold on to the steering wheel and then just remind yourself to maybe let go of your neck, maybe use the headrest, right, and just let your neck mm. fall to one side. Maybe see if you can place your hands on the steering wheel. And just play around with turning your hands in and out, you know. Extend one arm. See if you can reach at the top, like the, you know, like the sunroof or the roof of the car. See if you mm-hmm. can elevate your arm, right, because all of those actions are physical expressions of you being open. So when you open yourself up like that in the body, that starts sort of, they say, like kind of like dripping down back into your mind and your state of mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, like I was saying before, you know, the accident made me realize to be more mindful when I was behind the wheel and driving. 
and not to be thinking about all these things I got going on, just kind of stressing myself out. So those particular things that you were just telling us to do when we get in the car, to me, would just help me to be in that state of, of peace and mindfulness while I'm driving. So is, am I on the right track? With that is, you know, you do those activities when you get into the car to just kind of put yourself in a place of, you know, harmony, peace and harmony while you're driving? A thousand percent, Tiffany. There's just like you can do that in your car. You can Mm -hmm. do that at the coffee table. You can do that in your sofa. Mm -hmm. You can do that up a flight of stairs. You know, like if you ask yourself, right, and this is one of those other aspects about, you know, giving thanks to your body and the whole thing, you got to give it thanks for it still being able to walk, for it still being able to move, you know, and do certain things. And if you have more athletic abilities built up, then, yeah, that's the way, too. So the way that you thank it is by using it. You know, like there's like that use it or lose it principle. You know, if we don't use our surroundings to promote peace, we're going to lose the peace that can be actually built within that place. You know, mm-hmm. it's just going to seem like that car now is only a place of stress and aggravation. For me, yeah. I get into the car now, and that's like my little spaceship, and I am the most just like calm driver there is. Yeah, I might say a comment or two if somebody does something weird out in the street. <laughs> but I'll catch myself, you know, and I'll say like, look, I'll say something like, you know what, with love, you know, you messed up on that turn. That's okay. We're good. Because either way, just like that person made that mistake right there, that's probably going to be me. As a matter of fact, it is me. And mm-hmm. that's, the, that's one of those things about us as humans that we tend to forget on a moment-to-moment basis. And the thing about mindfulness, the way that I, you know, like to teach it or the way I like to express it based on my own experiences, right, is that we mm-hmm. don't lose sight, we don't lose mind, you know, that we are, yeah. um, you know, not separate from each other in that sense. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, we lose the fact to know and understand that we are all connected and all things are connected. And so, you know, we have to give each other mercy and grace, the same mercy and grace that God gives us every single day that we wake up. So absolutely. So Luigi, you know, when we met, we were talking. So tell our listeners about what are mirror neurons and how are they involved in stress? So just like that example, uh, we talked about like the dancing, you know, you see somebody Mm -hmm. dancing and then that resonates with you, right? So our brains, they have these little systems, these little neurons. The system and it involves these neurons that if we understand the intention of what someone's going to do, whether it's taking a drink of water, whether it's brushing their hair, whether it's them just looking like they're tired and they're just going to sit down because they need to rest, whatever it is, right? If we understand the intention and the, and the action we see that and that makes sense to us, like it resonates, you know, with us, then we'll imitate it, you know, or it will remind us that maybe we need to do the same. So if a person hasn't had a drink of water in a minute, and they see somebody all of a sudden feeling refreshed, you know, giving that kind of that sigh after they, they take a sip, then that'll remind them, oh, okay, I need to take that drink, right? When you see a person having a good time and you haven't had a good time in a moment, all of a sudden you feel like having a good time and you will imitate that too. But those things can be positively influenced or negatively uh, influenced. So you see somebody that's stressed out, right, and they're just about to tear up the whole store, you know, Maybe aspects of you, depending on you, right, depending on how you, you know, handle yourself, the whole thing, you'll reflect that as well, right? You'll maybe feel more angry, you know, and irritated as well, for even no reason. And so 
when we're watching TV or when we're exposing ourselves to certain environments, right? Say you live in a chaotic household. If you're staying in that chaotic household all the time, then don't be surprised if there's certain things about your life that seem a bit more chaotic. It's just a reflection. It's just a mirror. And so humans, we have that ability to mirror each other. And it's a survival mechanism that's been you know, developed basically for as long as we've existed. And it's one of those things that we'll continue to have. And it's one of those things that we have to kind of be on the lookout for, you know, and realize that, again, the body language, the way in which our, our, our minds kind of like see each other, right, the way we reflect each, other, each other's emotions, all those things are exponentially kind of amplified, you know, given the situation. So if you're living that light or if you're reflecting that light, I should say, you know, others will pick up on that and want to imitate it as well. And that's the that's one of the again more magnificent you know aspects about our biology, our spirituality, our essence, and that's one of those things that you know you know that's why love and peace still exist in the world because it's not just all screams and yells and cuss words and this and that. Absolutely, and it just reminded me too as entrepreneurs, you know, when you were saying if you live in a chaotic situation, you know, don't be surprised that that, you know, spills over into every area of your life. And I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we don't realize that, you know, things that may be going on in our personal life and things spill over into our business. And so it's important for us to, you know, live in that that peace and harmony so that that then is reflected in our business Um, because sometimes our business gets affected when we're, you know, not in that imbalance, when we're not living in that peace and harmony. You'll be surprised how that just kind of, you know, translate into your business decisions and your business acts and the way you relate to employees and, you know, other business partners and things like that. So it's important to be mindful of that, especially as it relates to our business. So that's awesome. So this has been some eye-opening information that you have shared with us, Luigi. It's just been awesome. So tell me, how can our listeners, you know, stay in contact with you and how can they learn more about your practice, which can help them reach optimum wellness? Well, to stay in contact with me, you just have to keep your heart open. Because ah, we have I love that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if we stay in touch. You know, I'm, I'm very much that much of an adamant believer just as you are and the, the connectivity of all things, you know, humans, nature, you know, aspect of God, everything. So, that is the, the biggest message, you know, because though this is a practice that I do share with people in a professional sense, right, my, my ultimate sort of spark, right, to life is just to continue the embodiment and the, the sharing, you know, of what that does, right? I just noticed from a very, very um, young age that I, I basically have that capacity, you know, to, you can walk into a room and be part of that party, right, or just shut it down mm-hmm. completely. And I, I guess I chose the, the, the side of the party. I think the party is the, <laughs> the, more, the more important aspect of life because life is, is just so short, you know what I mean? You just you don't want it. Yeah. You don't want it to be doomsday every day. So on that note, if, if any one of the listeners, you know, and, and all you beautiful angels that are out there, just, you know, you have your computer. The website is F-E-A-L. That's the way I still feel. It's like feeling and healing, you know, together. Uh, theory, feeltheory.com. 
Don't forget the www before. I'm very happy to actually give out my own personal number as well because you'd be surprised sometimes I might receive a text and, you know, I'm able to share something with someone at that moment. So you can just reach out to me. It's a 786 number, 7100827. And then, of course, if you find me, Luigi Pisani, LinkedIn as well. And then we have a YouTube channel. And then you just look up, you know, my name as well, which I know we have that in your in your resource page. And uh, and that's it, you know, just it starts with a conversation. This is a very, very personal aspect of well-being, of health that I'd like to deal with. You know, I just noticed that there's other industries out there that just keep it at a very, very superficial level. And as humans, you know, I know we, we do better, we deserve better. Amen. Yes. So, yes, listeners, stay in contact with him. Follow him on his YouTube channel, uh, LinkedIn. Just a very beautiful spirit, very calming and peaceful person. So this would be someone to really connect to, to just help you live life in balance. So, yes, I suggest you guys check him out. All right, well, Luigi, this is our Did You Know segment, and this is where I like to give a fun or interesting fact about the topic of discussion for the day. So according to this great article I came across on daringtolivefully.com, inner peace is a state of being that we all possess the power to achieve. The article gives six awesome ways to achieve inner peace, but I want to highlight the ways that resonated with me the most. So the first one I want to highlight is accept what is. Whatever is happening in the present moment, say yes to it. Don't resist it. Don't struggle against it. And don't try to argue with it. The present is already here, and it is what it is. When you struggle with the way things are now, you're struggling with the entire universe. And for that matter, God's plan for your life. And even Luigi mentioned on that when we were talking. So it's all coming into alignment. Next, practice non-judgment. Your perception and perspective of a situation dictates your peace or lack thereof. The moment in which you start judging whatever is happening to you and labeling it as bad, unfair, and so on, you put yourself in a cell. You can free yourself from that self-made prison by practicing non-judgment. And last, use your willpower to choose thoughts that make you feel at peace. Willpower is more than having the strength to do what is right. You can use your willpower to choose your thoughts. That is, choose thoughts that will help you and bring you peace instead of choosing thoughts that will hurt you. So do the following to accomplish this. Throughout the day, pay attention to your thoughts. When you realize that you're entertaining thoughts that hurt you, stop. Switch over to thoughts that help you and that make you feel at peace. You know, God's word tells us to capture your negative thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. So keep telling yourself that you can always choose thoughts that will bring you inner peace. So I thought these were some great suggestions to add to today's conversation and to help us create that peace that is already within us. Awesome. So I encourage everyone to go to daringtolivefully.com and read the full article of six ways to achieve inner peace and learn to live the length and width of your life. Awesome. Amen. Well, 
Luigi, our time together has quickly come to an end. It was so oh. fast. <laughs> I hope we oh, have beautiful. enlightened. Yes, I hope we have enlightened, you know, our listeners of the importance of giving thanks to, you know, oneself and achieving inner peace. Is there anything else you would like to add before we end the show? There is something from Proverbs that I come across in a book that I've been reading as uh, part of inspiration for my book that I'll be releasing within the next, I'll probably say like year, year and a half or so. That was just mm. going to be called The Art of Inner Peace. Um, it is a first edition, but either way, it says, as water mirrors a face, a heart responds to another. That's good. Amen. And then one of awesome. my, and amen to that. And then one of my, this is a short poem that I that I write. This is, you know, it's not really a haiku, but it's short like that. Um, mm-hmm. It just says, problems, soul, solutions in your soul, solutions. So any problem that you face, anything that you deal with, just remember that solution is in your soul. Yes, yes, yes. I totally get that. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So my fellow entrepreneurs, you know, when we look at the state of the world, and I know for me it seems like every time I I turn around there's some situation attacking my peace. But in the midst of the chaos and confusion of the world, peace is still available to us. We are a divine expression of God, and we possess the ability and power to connect to our supreme self, which lives in eternal peace. When we walk in inner peace, we have the ability to see our reality through the lenses of calmness and joy, no matter what the circumstances may be. Inner peace for me is knowing that no matter what my world may look like, God is always with me. For his word tells us, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. That's Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, New Living Translation. So tune in next week right here on the Everyday Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network, where we will be dedicating the month to give thanks to holistic health care. I'm your emotional root coach and holistic health guide, Tiffany Parker. I would love to hear from you, so reach out to me at Tiffany at Black or reach me on my Facebook page, which is Holy Living Health Coaching. And that's W-H-O-L-E-Y, Living Health Coaching. And while you are there, check out my highlighted product or tip of the week, or visit my website, www.holyliving, that's W-H-O-L-E-Y living.wixsite.com forward slash Parker. Or follow me on Instagram under the Healthy Entrepreneur Radio Show. May everyone be safe and healthy and always have a delightful day in the Lord. And remember, optimum health is your birthright. <music>
suffering with a speech impediment, labeled mentally retarded, and held back in the first grade. Dr. Joe L. Dudley Sr. defied all the odds and became one of the most influential health and beauty industry icons the world has ever seen. Be motivated, encouraged, and inspired as you listen to how one man turned his struggles into strategies and his shortcomings into success. Listen to his legacy at www.patreon.com slash Joe Dudley Sr. That's www patreon.com slash Joe Dudley Sr. The Dr. Joel Dudley Sr. Legacy Project is sponsored by Every.Black. No.net and No.com. Just Every.Black. .black is the new.com. We as a people have had to overcome slavery and secondly obtain our civil rights. But the third piece is economic equality. And I'm convinced that we can only achieve economic equality through entrepreneurship with the use of technology. My name is Jimmy Davies, and that is why I created the Every.Black website for entrepreneurs. So visit us today at www.every.black, E-V-E-R-Y B-L-A-C-K. Learn about entrepreneurship and be on your way to financial freedom. Just go to every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K. No.com, no.net. Just every.black. Dot black is the new.com. <laughs> 